0: Hi, and welcome to my podcast on the grow, I'm Grace Lee, this is the third episode into the series called conflict resolution series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I am closing out September with an outlook on perspectives and mindsets through conflicts and resolutions. Whether those are conflicts within friendships, relationships, or even in professional settings, how does one react or respond in conflicts? And better yet, how can the conflict be resolved? In this episode called A Deep Conversation with My Boyfriend on Conflicts Within Relationships, my boyfriend Bobby joins me to talk about how we met, our first date, which was actually virtual, our first conflict and dissecting the real issue in both perspectives, our mindset on conflicts within relationships, and more. This season was inspired by some series of events I've dealt with in my own experience. Just like in life, we are all swept up in situations that cause us to react or respond in ways we wouldn't normally. So I wanted to dive deeper into what causes these situations, how we can prevent them, or respond to them. But before I dive into today's podcast episode, I have to do a life recap first. We're in the final days of September, and it's slowly hitting me that Central Park will soon be transformed into a fall wonderland. I always tell people who don't live in New York City that the two best times to come to New York City are the fall and winter season. During the fall, New York City starts entering spooky season with tons of Oktoberfest events to the classic apple picking and pumpkin picking opportunities. Whether it's in the city or upstate. So that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. October also means the Chicago Marathon is just around the corner. Two weeks, to be exact. Looking back, I'm just simply in awe that four months of training is pretty much over. I'm in tapering mode, eating and hydrating properly with lots of sleep at this point. I've started to visualize the actual marathon day and setting in every run and it's been so exciting that this is all happening very soon. Finally crossing running a marathon off my bucket list. All of it makes me emotional and sentimental from that initial decision of even applying in the first place. Another thing I'm excited about is heading into my favorite season in a relationship. I haven't been in an official relationship during the fall season and Bobby is well aware that I want to do all the fall things. Apple picking, pumpkin picking, eat all the fall things. He knows what he signed up for. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Anyway, on the topic of relationships, we've been in such a good place. Our relationship is very consistent with mutual feelings, alignment in our future and our current seasons in life. There's so much more I'd love to express about being with Bobby, but all I will say is I'm excited to keep doing life with him. We are so aligned with our values, our goals, and he's someone who not only supports everything I do, but he also never dims the light on me. I love having a best friend who I can talk to every hour of every day, who prioritizes the people he loves and himself, is expressive, is a great listener, and just gets me. I have a special guest joining us today for the final episode into the conflict resolution series. And I'm really excited to have him join me on this very topic where we will be talking about conflict within relationships. So I thought it was only fitting to bring my boyfriend on to the episode. So, thanks for joining, Bobby.
1: Happy to be here. <laughs> You've
0: been wanting to be on this podcast for a while. Finally. Finally. And I thanks, know this... for gi-
1: thanks for giving me the opportunity.
0: Of course. Before we begin, I wanted to have you for this episode, mainly because we are going to be talking about relationships and, and conflicts within them. And I know that even though we've been together for six, seven months, um, there's been a couple of things that have come up. In our relationship, that I definitely want to talk about and that we've learned over the course of time. I guess we'll dive into when starting a new relationship. What are the things that you look for to prevent conflict?
1: So, yeah, it's a good question to kind of kickstart this, I think. Um, number one, primarily communication. In the past, you know, I've dated in the past, I know you have. Mm-hmm. And I found that I was not good at communicating, especially communicating early in the relationship. And I found by not explaining what was important to me, what I wanted early in the relationship, it ended up really causing a lot of pain later on. And this happened multiple times with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think when I first... Met you, Grace. I knew I. I took some time. I wasn't dating or anything for a good amount of time. I spent a lot of time focusing on myself and my career. And then I knew when I did want to start dating exactly what I wanted. I knew how important it was to communicate that. It's like right in the beginning, just from my past experiences, knowing how it was a very painful ending, and I think it was more painful than. It could have been primarily because I just didn't explain things early on in the relationship. So when we first started, you tell me, I was mm-hmm. very upfront in terms of what I was looking for. And I also asked you, like, I think within the first week of talking, right?
0: Yeah, you were very direct. I would say of a lot of people I've dated, at least in New York City, you're probably one of the most direct people people I've met. And I think that's why I was so intrigued by you um, Mm -hmm. and interested from the very start is that whatever was on your mind, you simply laid it out. You weren't beating around the bush. The partner that I want to be with, like, I want to make sure that we're on the same level with where we're at in terms of maturity Mm is that I was just tired of other boys I didn't see that in them. I didn't see that at maturity level. And so, um, the directness with you was definitely something that I, I guess you pulled from your past experiences that really brought you into this one. And I agree with you. I think that the no communication, as you mentioned, is a common issue in relationships. Uh, I feel like that's one of the most top common reasons why relationships don't work is that there's a lack of communication or there's a lack of care to communicate yeah so
1: if you think about it eventually it's very hard to have those conversations especially when you don't know the person that well right I mean we when we first started we weren't as comfortable obviously as we are right now Um, so how did we start Bobby huh
0: and how did we start I guess we should tell them how we met
1: oh well I explained this on your birthday night when we had to go around the room you did uh but i met grace on hinge which is a dating app as probably everyone knows technically our first date was virtual it was a uh, facetime mm-hmm. and that
0: i requested
1: that grace requested and i think i mean it ended up being like a four and a half five hour call yeah which was already in my eyes a really good sign I just remember, and we both used the same language. We were just like, something about this conversation flows, and it's really weird how well it's flowing.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. um, I just remember it was like ten. It was almost ten o'clock at night, which is both of our bedtimes.
0: Exactly. So we're both like, let's wrap this up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but still, the conversation kept going. It was first a FaceTime that went like three hours. Then I had to go pick up my little bro from swimming and I introduced you to he Max me, yeah. on the first FaceTime call then it ended and we ended up still calling the same night when I was going to get vitamins at CVS <laughs> Yeah I
0: just like didn't want to stop talking to you I I think it was like you know when you first start talking to someone there's just so much excitement mm-hmm. because it's like newness and I think people really enjoy that newness factor in a in starting a new relationship. And I think that's the stage we are in. But what's really cool is that never really stopped. The excitement talking to you. And I think that's another reason like we're just constantly communicating with each other, whether it's like talking about issues or just for fun. And I think that's what um, has really helped at least strengthen our relationship bond.
1: Right. And then honestly i don't even when was we went probably like three months or so without an actual conflict right yeah surprising i don't know if that's normal but i know i'm trying to think of like when the actual when the first actual argument occurred yeah Um,
0: It's really interesting because as you say that, like we didn't have any conflict, let's just say like in three months, in the first three months, like everything was smooth sailing. I actually remember that um, I was kind of doing this thing that I do with friendships is that I I mentioned this in my previous episode with conflict within friendships, how I tend to like keep people at bay, you Mm. know, like, like I like to put people in the honeymoon stage. It's just what I naturally did in the past, in high school, in college. Like, I always, I gave them enough, but I didn't give them too much because I didn't want them to see all of me, at least just yet. And with you, I definitely was comfortable, but I don't think I was giving you all the deepest parts of me just yet because I was maybe fearful of conflict arising or something that would trigger something or, you know, like... I don't think I wanted the conflict to even begin if there was something to have a conflict over, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, right. It does. Um, I don't know how I was, honestly. <laughs> I, I kind of, I would always think, I'm like, okay, there's gonna be an argument. Actually, I actually spoke with my friends, my one of my best friends about this. He, he asked me at dinner once, he's like, well, have you guys had an argument yet? Like, what happened? I'm like, we haven't had one yet. And that got me thinking. I'm like, what? How are we going to handle the first real argument? And then I think eventually, what? I mean, do you remember what the first one was? I'm really drawing a blank. Yeah. (laughs) We've um, had a few. We've definitely had a few. We've
0: definitely had a few. So let me bring up the argument first. I believe it was over. I was going through something. Okay, I was having some sort of mental breakdown over...
1: Oh, I know what
0: it is. ...an issue yeah. where, whether it was like someone or something that was um, causing me to react in a way where I was just kind of like almost venting, ranting to you, and I was it was like an issue that I just didn't know what to do about, and I was telling you all these things, and then I remember you were trying to solve the issue. You mm-hmm. were giving me advice on how to solve it instead of listening to what I was saying.
1: Yep, uh, I totally remember this now. I was working. It was a work day. It was the middle of the day, uh, and I work remote primarily, and I remember getting a call from you. I think you were walking back from something when this incident occurred. And I guess, and this took me a while to... Realize when I see a conflict, or when I'm confronted with a conflict, whether it's mine or someone else's, I feel like I tend to just automatically go into solving mode. Like I feel like that's how I'm hardwired. You know, when there's an issue, I stop and I start thinking about all the different ways of uh, how we can solve this. And I remember this day if you were definitely in breakdown mode and to me my way of helping you was okay let's take a step back I, I hear the issue here's how I think you should you know think of how about you do this or what about taking a step back and going in this direction or, or thinking about it in this way and I I just remember you got so mad you're just like I just want you to listen to me mm-hmm. and then you hung up the phone on me <laughs> I'm like whoa. Well, that wasn't good and um, I don't know what happened after that I think we ended up talking like an hour or two hours later and that's when we really started to you know everything kind of died down a little bit you were more relaxed I was fine I just wanted to like make sure you were okay and uh, that's when we started to I think you saw what I was trying to do and how it was all for obviously good intention but you just needed someone to listen to you at that point in time. You, like, I may have had the best answer, and I don't even know if I did, but I may have had the best answer, and it wouldn't have even mattered because you, you weren't in the right mindset at that point in time to, to even absorb a, a potential answer. You just needed me to be there for you and listen while you vented or you know got out your, your anger. I've learned when you need me to just stop and listen and you don't want any solutions. And then when you're actually looking for like guidance or you want advice on something, now I know when you want that. But in the beginning, yeah, I didn't know that. And that was, I think this, I don't even know if you want to call that. I mean, I guess it's a, it's a conflict, but it wasn't, like a, it wasn't like a fight or anything. It was just a miscommunication.
0: Yeah, a couple of points I want to make um, that you said, I think from my eyes, the thing that really upset me was how you couldn't see that I wanted you to listen. But then if I really pull back from a minute and see it from your eyes, how could you know? Like, how Mm -hmm. could you know that I wanted that without communicating? It's not like you could read my mind. And I think a lot of times, not just me, but like people in general tend to think that, people think like them the things that someone thinks other people are thinking the same thing and that's not true that's why in this world there's so much miscommunication because people assume that people know things yeah. without even communicating it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so that's definitely one point and i learned that. i guess like i needed that situation to happen so i can learn that no you are not like like we might be similar we might have so many similarities in our in who we are but that doesn't mean you're exactly like me in terms of thinking so that's something I learned is that just communicate just tell him that I just want him to listen without obviously yelling at you and hanging up apologize for that that's what I learned from that situation and another thing is I knew from the very start because of all the things that you had told me about you how direct you are and how I like certain things and you like certain things in a certain way And just knowing that about each other, I think that I know what kind of person you are, meaning we are both in the same boat when it comes to wanting to fix things. We're fixers. Yeah. We like to resolve issues. So knowing that you're trying to resolve my issue and I try to do the same, I know this is something that's going to, we're going to butt heads at one point Mm -hmm. because we're both trying to fix each other's problems.
1: I've read about this a lot and I've listened to a podcast that actually talks about this, Men in general are just hardwired to be problem solvers. You're presented with a solution, whether it's in a relationship or work or whatever, we automatically just start going into how do I fix this? How do I solve this? And that to me, again, I wouldn't know, right? And How would any of us know? You were in the moment, very emotional. To me though, when I was presented with that specific conflict, I was automatically started to think, okay, how can we solve this? You took that obviously the wrong way. In your mind, you are just, as you said, you just wanted me to listen. But, you know, how was I supposed to know that? To me, I thought I was helping, but that wasn't what you were looking for.
0: No, I get it. Um, like I said, so because of that conflict, we were able to figure out what it is that we specifically value in those situations for the both of us
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that, I, you know, in times when I want you to listen, you pick up on that or I just tell you instead of us going into the place we were where things were just not in a good place Yeah. in terms of communication.
1: I think also when that first conflict happened and we actually like acknowledged it and we spoke about it once obviously the it was a little cooler, right? You you cooled down, you know, I was fine. We acknowledge that, you know, something went wrong, right? And we we talked about it. And I think we do this with everything now. Like whenever a problem arises and there's some sort of conflict, I think our thought process is or at least for me, it happens depending on the severity of how bad it is, sometimes we need to just like take a pause. Or at least I do. I need to kind of exit and let the tension die down a bit. But then we always acknowledge what just happened and we talk through it. And I feel like we're both always striving to get something out of it and grow from it. In the future, if it does happen again, we're aware and we know how to handle it and I feel like a lot of these things don't really happen anymore because we've already like talked about why it happened and you know what we're gonna do moving forward to make sure it doesn't happen again
0: yeah I learned that that goes just beyond relationships too i learned to carry that weight you just mentioned like cooling down when you're angry, like giving it some time to for you to process things. Like I've learned to take that into business relationships too. Mm-hmm. Like not just into just relationships and friendships because like that kind of mindset, there's no need to jump onto whatever... The situation is just purely on your emotions. Trusting your emotions can lead you astray and can guide you down a path that you don't want to go down. So I think like it's right for you to say, like we now take that time to cool down and really process things before we communicate with each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly what you just said. It's not just in relationships, it's everywhere. When you're in a stressful, emotional state, You're bound to say things that you don't really mean. You're gonna let your emotions talk. You know, you're not thinking the right way. So, at least for me, if we're having an argument, I know, you know, I have to step back for a little because I might say something that I really don't mean, and it could actually make the whole situation a lot worse. I've also adopted that in career and and work outside of relationships, this kind of mentality to stop, breathe, assess the situation, and don't let emotions take over because you're going to say something that you don't really mean. It's just your emotions talking in right. the moment.
0: Another conflict I would definitely say, and I know that, look, these not communicating, not being on the same page, all of these things, they're conflicts for sure. But what if we like shifted towards conflicts, let's just say, within faults, within like, someone cheated, someone hurt the other person I mean there are relationships out there that are struggling to figure out some sort of solution because there has been some sort of cheating some sort of dishonesty some sort of violence between the two how mm-hmm. does one resolve these kind of conflicts like what are the key what do you think are the key tips to at least approaching this I'm not saying solve it yeah, but like
1: yeah well I know we keep saying communication. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be the answer. Um, yeah. But for these kind of deeper issues, I think each person needs to kind of maybe like take a step back and almost look at the past when these problems weren't happening, or they haven't happened yet, and maybe the relationship was in a better um, spot than it is at the moment, right? Because obviously if one of those things happened, there's, there's probably some sort of disconnect somewhere, uh obviously when this you know in this relation this hypothetical scenario you're giving early on, hopefully that wasn't happening right there was no cheating when they this couple first started, so I would say number one, I think one thing that they should do maybe is step back and look at the past when things were going well, what was it that they you know that the two that that the partners loved about each other and why was that relationship back then so strong and what has caused it from that point to today when this when they found out this issue happened what happened in that span of time that caused it to you know go separate ways number 2 i would say each partner maybe needs to do some thinking on their own in terms of like why did they originally want to be with this person in the first place. I think maybe over time potentially that feeling was lost and they have to go back in time again and kind of understand what it was about that person that they originally were attracted to.
0: Yeah, I just want to add to that. Another thing is like I think a lot of people in relationships are dishonest with themselves They think they want something and maybe, you know, maybe they do, maybe they actually like that partner, but deep inside they're not being honest with themselves. They actually just like the comfort. They like they're comfortable in where they're at. They're fearful what could happen of the uncertainty of not having another person. I feel a lot of times dependency is such a huge reason why conflicts also start is because people don't want to opt out of something that they're comfortable in
1: right this is yeah that's really gold and it's not just in relationships this is a problem everywhere right it's even in work people are doing jobs that they absolutely hate why are they doing that right so the first step with anything in my opinion is you have to get comfortable with the product which is yourself you are the product um, <laughs>
0: Coming from a true salesperson. Well, actually, I
1: just read this in a book that I'm reading right now. It's called Your Next Five Moves. It's, it's all about the core things that have to happen in, when you're formulating a business strategy. And the first step is understanding the product and getting familiar with the product. And the product is you. That's the first step in anything. You have to be comfortable with yourself. And it goes back to my, when we first started this podcast, You have to know what you want, period.
0: I feel that we both had this conversation, too, when we first started seeing each other, is that you had that season of singleness. Before we met each other, I know that we spent a significant amount of time single and truly alone in getting to know ourselves and what we want in, let's just say, the next relationship. I remember we both communicated the stage of life we were both in and because I knew that I was also in the similar stage with you, that this relationship would work. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Why are you smiling at me? I don't know. I know we can keep going in circles and keep speaking on all the conflicts that are in relationships and all the things that cause the disconnect and the things that we can do to resolve it, but... As we mentioned, time and time again, communication will always be the thing that we...
1: I think the two big ones, know yourself and then communication with your partner. But again, before you can even get to the communication step, you have to know yourself and your partner needs to know themselves. I just don't think a relationship is going to be long-lasting, maybe in the short term. But if you want a healthy, long-lasting relationship... Both people need to know themselves and need to know where they want to go individually without the partner, in my opinion. And we, we, I remember this now on the first conversation, FaceTime conversation, we talked about this. We talked about, you know, if I wasn't in the picture, like, where do you want to go? Forget me. Forget relationships. Do you have your own personal individual goals that you want to accomplish? you remember that? I remember that. Yeah. I brought it up. I was super intrigued with Grace's entrepreneurship and how she's building a business. Uh, I found that very attractive and, um, you know, I was just curious. I was, I was asking, but I was also like curious to see where her head was at in terms of, does she have like goals? Like, what are her goals? Does she think about this stuff to this point? in a relationship I think individually each person they need to have their own plan they need to be motivated to get somewhere and to have their own personal goals
0: yeah and you know what's crazy is that I used to think growing up that I could either have success in business or a relationship and I've never thought that both of them could happen together because just from the amount of trauma and past experiences I've had with relationships, it was one or the other. I've learned just being with you that you don't dim the light, you shine the spotlight on me too. Mm -hmm. And that's so important to me is that you support me in every way with the business, and we're able to have such a healthy relationship in terms of communication and in terms of both achieving our goals.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, on that note, I want to wrap it up here saying that no matter what, this isn't to say that we're not going to have these conflicts between us moving forward. But I know that as we continue to keep learning more about each other and the things that we like and dislike, we're able to really manage and handle these next coming conflicts that will arise in our future. Mm-hmm. But I feel better knowing that, when we cross that bridge, we'll be better at handling it and managing.
1: Yeah, I feel the same. Our head is in the right spot, and we both have the right viewpoint, in my opinion, on how to not just you know get through the argument or conflict, but how do we come out of it better mm-hmm. and stronger, uh, you know, a stronger relationship from it.
0: Do you know how hard it is to find? people who are on the same page as you not even same page but same like life stage that sort of thing like it's really hard to find someone who just gets it Mm -hmm. i'm really really excited to keep doing life with you Mm -hmm. and thank you for coming on the podcast he is also really good with finances so i'm sure i'm going to bring him back for more financial advice I feel like that entire episode will be dedicated to you speaking. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is my true passion. I am teaching her, you know, the art of frugality and delayed gratification, which is a hard thing to grasp, but she is doing a great job.
0: Yeah, I'm learning a lot. So again, like I said, you will be back and it will probably be all things finance. So thank you so much for joining me, Bobby.
1: Thank you, Grace.
0: Should we go to church now?
1: We're going to church. Let's go.
0: Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That is a wrap on the Conflict Resolution series. I hope you enjoyed this season. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next season where I cover another topic of discussion, Falling in Love series. What better way to kickstart the best season of all than with a season dedicated to falling in love, whether that's falling in love with the person, falling in love with the job, or falling in love with the city. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. And as always... If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in!